Oh man, God dang, what Friday? Uh, I gotta go to work in the morning. Y'all gotta work tomorrow. Anybody working tomorrow? I'm at work, baby. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that, man. We got my uncle Bill. Bill's up. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Man, it's all good, man. It's all good, man. Hey, you know what time it is, folks? We're about to get ready with this LTS in the hoop show, baby. Let's roll. I mean, every time I hit that button, boy, I tell you, just put something in my spirit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's going on, folks? Family, this is what we do right here, man. It's Friday night, and we are live in the building. We got the homies. We are got a whole starting line already for y'all for our second annual In The Hoop LTS special. Everybody knows me, man. It's your boy, K. Witt, your mama's number one draft pick. And I did find a brand new recipe for chicken wings that includes grinding up fiery hot Cheetos and using them to do a little add a little spice on top. I'm telling you, it's fire. Literally, it's fire. Um, <laughs> hey. You know what I'm saying? So uh yeah, let, let, let's go ahead and run the starting lineup down, man. We got my guy, Big Mike of the Man Cave. Mike, what's going on, guy? What's going on, my man? I know I know you're riding on the high horse right now, okay? Because last night. Oh, yeah. I'm all the way up there. <laughs> okay. We got my guy, my Uncle Bill. Bill, from the sports show, we talk everything Pittsburgh and from Monday night. Bill, what's going on, my guy? Hey, what's going on, Wet? Oh, man, we got my yeah, guy man. right there. OG Bobby, what's happening, man? You in the building? Chilling, chilling, man. Ladies and greatest, all they could do is hate us. Browns go play. Hey. Hey, man. Look. <laughs> Y'all, I don't know what happened, but y'all just injected some life into my uncle Joe Flacco. He's just a whole nother person right now. I it, it I swear it looked like he had on a Ravens jersey for about three seconds. I had a flashback. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But tonight we're not talking NFL. We're talking NBA, and everybody knows what time it is, man. This is around the time, in my opinion, guys, when the season normally the juices get to flowing. You know. The Christmas games happen. I know last week you guys kind of went into a little bit about the in-season tournament. I mean, you know, we got a lot to cover today. So real quick, coming up next, we might as well jump straight into it and go into what I think was kind of kind of what's normally the start and talk about these uh tis the season, that Christmas basketball recap, man. I think. This was a really good slate of Christmas basketball games, all day long basketball. And I, and I, for some reason, this was one of those few years where like there was no trash games on, like these were all 
good ones, man. So tell me what you guys saw from uh, Christmas basketball. First, first of all, did everybody have a good Christmas? I'm sorry. Absolutely. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, man. You know, long as the kids enjoyed it, I'm fine. I'm cool now. Yeah. I'm at that age. That's that's matters. All right. So what? So like, uh, first off, you know, of course, Christmas. Uh, the Christmas Day games are always special. You know, normally around December, um, the Christmas Day games are the ones that you know the marquee matchups that we might look forward to. Maybe in the Eastern Conference the Western Conference Finals, maybe even the NBA Finals. Uh, what games stood out to you guys? And let's just start off with, like, that first one, uh, early, that early matchup, man. We saw the Knicks do a little something or try to put someone for Madison Square Garden. Tell me about that one first, guys. Yeah, it was a good one. I mean, I, you know, I well, you know, the Bucks played them on Saturday and beat them. Um, but you know, Damian Lillard, I think he was, uh, he was like, Oh, for what? Six, I think to, to start off, um, they were just missing shots at first half the Bucks. I mean, they look, it looked like they were tired and, uh, I'll tell you what, Jalen Brunson, dude, that dude, I mean, like Hubie Brown, I must've said, Oh, he's only six, two. He must've said that like 30 times, (laughs) Like, like every time he touched the ball, Hubie Brown's like. You know he's only six two. Oh, look at him driving the paint. Hey, you know you know he's only six two, right? Like, yeah, we know he's six two. We know that. The dude. I mean, thirty eight points, four rebounds, six assists. I mean, he's you got his dad, you know, assistant coach there on the bench. I mean, they uh, they they did it to my Bucks. I mean, it was close. I mean, seven points, but uh, you know, Bucks were railing in that game. Right, right, for sure. Uh, you know, I'm. Uh, first of all, disclaimer, disclaimer, my father is an avid Knicks fan. So like secretly implanted in the back of my brain, like I like Patrick Ewing. OK, so, you know, it, it, so every time, you know, the Knicks are on, like I, I got to watch it. I was with my father. You know, uh, he did come out there and come and say, hey, you know what? We might as well go ahead and get it going and turn the turn the game on. And I'm like, pops, hey, ho, oh, oh, whoa, oh, wait, you know. I, I I've watched half the game already. He was like, "No, nah, it's good. They, they might win." And I, oh, now we gotta watch. So, um, to, and, and you're right, Bill. Man, I, I Hubie Brown. You know, it's kind of funny because you know, older people. You know, when they get to that age, they like repeat themselves. Yeah. But you know, after the comments that were made, uh, you know, about Jalen Brown and how the NBA is shifting to uh, taller, leaner players. Um, the like the whole thing about him not being able to be a leader of a winning a championship winning team, I think that might have put a little fuel in this fire. Um, but then you know, on the opposite end of the ball, man, you know, Giannis is Giannis, though, oh, yeah. Yeah. you know, Giannis is Giannis, and, and but this was a good game for me. Uh, you know, straight up and down, I, I yeah, Bobby Mike, what, what you guys saw from, from the Knicks and uh, Bucks game? Uh, he- Damian Lillard was shooting cold. I mean, yeah. if you look, if you look at it, he yeah. shot 13 threes and only hit four of them. Right. So he was trying to shoot out of the yeah. building. I mean, he was 10 for 21 all night long. Yeah. So yeah, that, that slow start probably hindered him. But I mean, again, they they played Saturday against the Knicks, so it's a rematch. Brunson again had that shit. That's mm-hmm. all we've heard for the last week. Oh, he'll never be that key player that'll do anything for the Knicks. 
He'll need more. You'll need a real guy to come in there and lead that team. And he straight said, all right, I got you. I got you. And wrote all that down, read it right before that game, and went out there and busted that ass on live primetime TV. Yeah, yeah man, for sure. Yeah. Uh, he, he can keep them receipts in his pocket because at customer service, <laughs> they turned them away. He didn't prove anything. <laughs> Yeah. He, you went out there, you scored 38 points, you played your best game, and you beat a team that couldn't couldn't hit the side of a barn by seven. Yeah, I'm not happy. That just beat you the other day. They right. went out part. They was kicking in New York over the weekend. They didn't care about that second game. Man, Giannis took his brother out. They, they hit the club. They, like, the proof was put, man. Ball, it, what what yeah. lie did they tell? That was just about yeah. him. He, it wasn't about the team, <laughs> but it is. But it is, right. It is him, though. If you're that guy, himself that he was that man. No, nah, put it put it like this: If Damian Lillard was on the Knicks, they would have won that game by at least double digits. That was the type of player he was when he was on the. Yeah, you can. That's the type of player he was when he was on that team by himself. Now Brunson, ain't, he and he didn't have half the roster the Knicks had in Portland. He had CJ. That was it. CJ you gave him a G, right. But Brunson, what'd you do? You took the Knicks to the second round. You beat an inexperienced cast in the playoffs, and then you got smoked in the second round. So yeah, you know, he still hadn't he still hadn't proved nothing to me. I, I I like see, I like that type of fire. Sometimes you got you gotta hold him to it. Right now, I think that you know, especially in the Eastern Conference, the Knicks are like mid-tier. When I say mid, I'm yeah. talking five, six. You know, I give them, I won't take them outside where they gotta come playoff. I mean, in the play-in, but they're definitely five, six on my rung of Eastern Conference teams. And we're going to talk about some of those uh, teams that are doing really well, both in the Eastern and Western Conference that we just didn't see coming uh, right now. Let's go ahead and line it up. Go to let's go ahead and go to the next one, man. Um, go to State Denver. You know, is another one I had I had my eye on. Of course, that was you know that was that's one of those matchups where you got to go. Well, what Denver team or what? Matter of fact, what Golden State team are we getting? Because, you know, they don't got Draymond Green. We're going to talk about that a little later as well. But, of course, you know, the Denver team still set in their ways, their their championship ways. Luka, I mean, not Luka, but, but of course, you know, the Joker. Man, uh, he still doesn't look like he's in that much of shape. But, God dog it, if you don't beat up on, if you don't beat up on everybody somehow, some way, I, I, I don't know what else to say about the, the Denver Nuggets. But, literally, the team – it almost seems like they're they're running on the same fuel from their championship run, and now we have to look for what Golden State is going to do in the future. Anybody got some thoughts on what took place with Golden State in Denver? Listen, when you have three of your five starters putting up double doubles, and then all six of your dudes, your five starters and your six man in double digits, it's hard. It's hard to to, to fight a team like that. Mm-hmm. Denver is running. They, they are rocket fueling right now. And that mm-hmm. again, Jokic ain't ever gonna look like he's in shape. He just <laughs> he's just like a big white blob out there, you know, his arms, legs, yes, he's just moving around. It's he's that beer- wavy arm guy out there and he just throws it up. Just beer league basketball. Up. Beer league basketball, I say. He's he plays beer league basketball. I mean, it, but hey, if that works, it works. Yeah. Why can't it, it be works. stopped? Why can't a, a professional baller stop that kind of just you can't do it. Uh-huh. He, his body doesn't allow you to do it. And then you got the the Golden State Warriors going out there running flat. Clay Thompson nine points. Yeah. Steph Curry only eighteen. I mean, mm-hmm. these guys weren't doing nothing. I mean, Steph twenty two was Wiggins off the bench. 
twenty. They just was they, they yeah. were flat as hell, and that 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 wasn't that's not like them at all. And it was funny. I just watched some guys say how Golden State's better than Denver. They should have won that game. Uh, if they see them in the playoffs, they're gonna beat them up. I'm like, whoa! Mm. Did, did you watch the same game? Yeah. I mean, I'll go back and look at the stats. So you you read the say, I don't know what's going on with this dude saying this, but I just had to laugh real hard at that. But yeah, no, the the Nuggets are running high rocket, and they're just not gonna stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and you know, Yoka kicked 14 rebounds in that game, and uh, you know. Um, I thought for Golden State, what was that guy? Podzim, put I can't pronounce his name. Podzimski, <laughs> Podzimski. Yeah, I mean yeah, he yeah. had a decent game. I thought all around. I mean he had what like, I think he had what nine or ten rebounds, something like that, like thirteen, something, thirteen, fourteen points. He was halfway decent in that game. Thirteen but, points, nine rebounds. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. Like they were just they were kind of flat, and I mean the score was close. I mean it was only six point difference, but man, Jokic, I tell you what, dude, that dude, he's. He's got like really good basketball sense, and the guy, I, I say, he's on the floor, he's he's in the right spot all the time. Like, he's perfect in rebounding. Like, he knows where the ball's going to go. Like, I swear, he, he probably works on that. Like, just just knowing, having that intuition, uh, you know, where the ball's going to go. And he's, I mean, fourteen rebounds. That that shows, you know. Listen, you got you got you got me with that one. Then you throw in, listen, the Pazemski kid. Uh, can shoot. Let's put it yeah, like that. Yeah, you know, he yeah. can shoot too. Okay, I, th- I think that's something that was that's really underestimated about his game. Uh, OG Bobby, what you was gonna say about it? I'm gonna I'm I'm put a stamp on something. And yeah, I said it. You can call me on it whenever. The the Denver Nuggets are the perfect team. I'm just put it like that. They're the perfect team, and circumstances made them the perfect perfect team. Um, a couple few, it happened a few years ago when Murray uh, tore his ACL. That was kind of the best thing that could have happened to the team because what happened was he he was right there with Jokic fighting for the number one spot on the team. They were both excellent at, at that time. Uh, when he went down, Jokic kicked into another gear. Now, when he came back, he could have been that guy that, that, that no. Like, when I left, we was the same. Let me get that back. But he didn't. He fell into his role. And what you have is a roster full of guys who know their role. They traded for Aaron Gordon, and he came in and – they told him his role. He accepted it perfectly and just fell into place. And and they're led by a guy who is like so set. I don't even selfless is the word. Like it literally didn't even celebrate the championship. Like I'm not about that. I'm just about coming in, putting in work, doing my job, and doing whatever I have to do to get the W. Right. Yeah. And when when you have a leader like that, and you have guys who accept like how they're the meta for this era of basketball. Yeah. I I don't see anybody in the West who can beat you. Hell, West I mean, or East who can beat him in seven games. The, the, yeah, yeah, Joke just had an interview where he said, I don't want my kids to remember me as a basketball player. Yeah. I want them to remember me as dad. He goes, I don't care about the fame and all this. Yeah. He goes, I don't worry about none of this. He's like, yeah. I just go out there, get money, play the game, and go home. He goes, I just want to go home. I don't care yeah. about nothing yeah. else. <laughs> he said that when they won the championship last year. Yeah. He said, he said, we did it, now we can go home. <laughs> yeah. Listen, when a when a guy is and, and this is something I know when a guy is somewhat making millions of dollars racing horses, he ready to retire. He got we got a ring. Yeah. He got a ring, he got an MVP. He does he really he honestly doesn't need much. He can go to his home country, kick it with his thug behind brothers, and and race horses. And I think and I feel like that's what he's gearing up towards. And and shout out to Michael Porter Jr. 
uh, yeah. for, for having them sit down. Because, and, and, you know, and, and Bobby, you mentioned it. Um, you know, Aaron Gordon is there. Michael Porter Jr. is there. I think those two guys were like the catalyst because before, you know, we were, if if everybody's a little bit of a fan of basketball, I was waiting to see what Michael Porter Jr. was going to look like when his back was okay. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? When they finally made that train for Aaron Gordon, I was waiting to see what Aaron Gordon was going to do because although he was in Orlando and, you know, he, they wanted him to be a number one, he's a really good three or four. You know, mm-hmm. and and great on the defensive end. He's been locking. He's been playing lights out defense since last season. Um. So, but yeah, man. Jokic says, man, look, I just want to be the average dude. I want to go to McDonald's and nobody bother me. I want to be seven foot and just <laughs> nobody noticing. You know, which is kind of hard yeah. when you're seven Gee, foot. You know who the real catalyst of that team is, and I think this was a great move for him. Is KCP. Oh Coming yeah, off the bench, yeah. scoring can play defense. He's really that yep. three and D they really needed. He plays that well, does his thing. I mean, yeah. when they lost, what's his name to Indiana? Um, Brown. 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 ACP yeah. stepped straight up into that role and doing what exactly what he needs to do, and it, it, it's crazy. It's it's next man up, literally, and that's yeah. bam. It's just a good rotation, man. And I could I give credit to Michael Malone too. He's been a hell absolutely. of a coach for this team. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. he's he's done a. He's really he's really done a hell of a job, you know, rallying the troops and getting the, you know, I mean, you can tell. I mean, they play they play discipline, they play hard, um, you know. But uh, hey, speaking of Aaron Gordon, I, so I heard he got attacked by a dog or something. Did you guys hear that? Oh, yeah, he's got yeah. some lacerations on his arm and face. I'm wondering yeah. whose dog, you know, who is your, I couldn't hey. believe that. Dog? I saw that on the news. I feel like today, the sound dog like, no one knows that's making his own dog. You're out there in Denver, you're in Colorado, you go to some woman's house, they got yeah. small dogs you think don't do nothing, and that then you get Yeah, that chihuahua gets you. <laughs> you know, I was no small <laughs> dog. It, it was old boy came home. Because, hey, get him in my house. <laughs> right. Get him, right. Get him Duke. Yeah. You know get what I'm saying? Duke. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Duke, Duke. I know Duke. On, I, about to say, I, I know we just was thinking of talking about you know dogs and lacerations, but check. But I'm telling you, like, if he comes back and he puts on one of those masks, you know everybody plays better. Everybody uh, plays better with a mask for like a it's, month. It's like a it's like a DMX song. Get him, boy. Get him, yeah. boy. <laughs> <laughs> man. Yo, speaking. We we just talked about KCP. Let's talk about the team that he left. Um, my Celtics and the Los Angeles Lakers. I thought this was a good one. Um, you know. Real talk, this and I, and I, we we'll get into it a little more. The addition of poor Zingis mm-hmm. and Drew Holiday to the Celtics, boy, I tell you what, I couldn't yeah. ask for anything else. Um, if anybody knows me, it's real in the field over here. Um, when it comes to the Celtics, but uh, the game itself, man, this is one of this is one of those ones I, I was really looking forward to. You know, what I'm saying, it's checking out AD and poor Zingis because you know normally you're thinking. Porzingis was going to play, you know, a little softer on, on, a, on a larger opponent like Anthony Davis. But, of course, Anthony Davis doesn't really play hard-nosed, in-the-paint basketball. And then, once again, LeBron James, at age 629, you know, <laughs> still LeBron James. And, and, and we'll get into some more of that later, but I want to throw it out there. You know, even at LeBron's age, you know, and and this is not we're not getting into the gold conversation. I really don't feel like, and I was younger. I really don't feel like we were talking about Michael Jordan in a Wizards uniform, like 
going ham still. You know, Jordan had the jumper. He did. He still was nice. But I don't think we were going, wow, look at Jordan dominating, you know, somewhat. But at, at, at LeBron's age of 38, you know, literally, he's still doing it. You guys, tell me what we think. tomorrow. Yeah, 39 tomorrow. 126, 115, Celtics won. What are we thinking, boys? Listen, I'll tell you right now, your Celtics are worshipping somebody for Porzingis being able to play like this because that is exactly what is helping them out. Because if you would have came out, oh, a couple good games and just flatlined, you guys would have been – you guys would be, you know, messed up. You guys would be done because you got no mm-hmm. bigs really. Yeah, if Porter goes out, who do you got? You got old man Horford. I mean, that's not – Old man Horford. For you. <laughs> but, yes, Drew Holiday – is huge. He could score, play defense. I mean, damn. The boy, I, I loved him on Milwaukee. I can't believe all that transpired the way it did. But yeah. again, the Celtics got their team together. Well, somehow Porzingis is doing Porzingis things that he should have been doing this whole career, and they're rolling. But on the other side, he was going against AD or D yeah. or, or AD. AD did drop 40 on him, though. Yeah. He did, he did drop 40 that. on him. Yeah. And you know, the Lakers, they keep messing around with this lineup. You had Cam Reddish in there scoring, what, six points? And Vanderbilt had nine? Those are two starters. Man, you can't you can't do that. They just can't happen. And then LeBron's only doing 16 points, nine rebounds, eight assists. But, I mean, that's, again, that's, 38 that's doing the thing. 38. Triple-double, he's still doing his damn thing. It's mm-hmm. just, dude, the Lakers got to get a lineup, get it together, and keep it that way. Otherwise... They're just going to lose, and it's going to be a whole pointless thing. They're going to run them to the Nuggets again, and they might get swept. Bill, what are we thinking? I mean, I, I you know, I, I think he uh, – Big Mike said it. I mean, I, I AD played a hell of a game, 40 points, 13 rebounds, four assists. Uh, on the other side, Porzingis. And I agree. I mean, Holiday, he, he's fit good in Boston. Um, you know, I don't think he wanted to be here in Milwaukee. I don't. You know, I, I think he was glad to – to leave Milwaukee, um, you know, you got Damian Lillard out of that deal. You see what he's doing. I mean, him and Giannis, I think, are a good combo. But, uh, no, it was a good game. I mean, like I said, Anthony Davis, to me, uh, was the star of that game. So. Definitely, man. Bobby, what are we thinking? I'm a stamp. Stamp something else. Something else. You can be happy, man. I just said the Nuggets Nuggets were the, the, the class of the NBA, the best, best team. But – the Celtics have the best starting five. I like, like if, that. If, if I was, if I was, uh, if I'm playing 2K, and we 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 go on that, I'm picking the Celtics, bro. I like that. that. Like <laughs> like one through five, uh, it's perfectly put together. And the same thing, talking about Nuggets with rolls. Um, Big Mike commented on it, saying basically Porzingis is, is playing like he he should have been playing years ago. It's because he not he has that defined role that he's comfortable in. He was never a one. He was with the Knicks. They had the front office is trash they never knew what they were doing you go to the uh to the wizards they expected something you know something from the mavericks expected him to be this number he's not a two he's a three he's in that comfortable role i don't have to do oh you just need me to block a shot got you you just need me to be the the third option on this pass got you like and and even if if let's say you know knock on wood somewhere to happen with tatum or brown He's sharing responsibility with white. You got white coming in, picking up his slack. So he's never going to have to be that guy to carry the unit. So, right. um, yeah, limit his minutes, keep that dude healthy, man. The, the, the unlimited ceiling for the Celtics. It's the pressure. 
talking. Yeah, there's no pressure on him. No pressure him. on him. It's your fault we lost now. Now, it'll never be his fault. It'll always be right. Tatum Allen's fault. Right. Well, and I tell you what, you know, Al Horford, I mean, I think sometimes mm-hmm. we undervalue role players in the NBA. You don't see a lot of role players, you know, get go to the All-Star game. But, I mean, he's a value. I mean, he's been a role player yeah. pretty much his whole career. But he's one of those guys that, like, going down the stretch, you need guys like that, you know. Yep. He's had a good career. He's had a long career. He's, what, like 36? Yeah. Um, I want to say he's 36, 37. Got to be. Yeah. Yeah, he's able to be a mentor to Prozingis and help him prolong his career. Yeah. And Tatum, I mean, he's tough. I mean, I know he got a little banged up in that game. He took a knee from LeBron in that game. Um, and I thought he was going to be out last night against the uh, Pistons, but he ended up playing. But, um, but yeah, I mean, he's another guy. I mean, you know, I agree. I mean, they have, they have, a, they have a solid team. So. Yeah, definitely. Definitely got a solid team. Um, and I, I would put it in the realm of saying – you know, the Eastern Conference is has been put on notice, of course, before. But this is one of those ones where I think, like, seriously, man, Tatum. We and the thing is, we have we have not seen that breakout Jalen Brown uh, game yet. We haven't seen it. Yeah. But so there's normally one where he does thirty or forty and goes nuts. But right now, I think I love the fact that it's is as a as a fan of the Celtics. I love the fact that everybody's playing like just like you said, playing their role. Porzingis isn't doing too much. He, he gets a rebound. He trails. He get two passes. The third pass is him. He can shoot. Yeah. Instead of, you know, how before maybe in Washington and New York where he's the first option and then he can't negotiate where to get the ball to if he can't score. Now he doesn't have to worry about that. Get a rebound. Get a block. Trail a little bit. Defend. that, And, yeah. and hey, stand around the three-point line. I think he does that really well. Let's keep it going. Um, you know, we're on the road right now. Christmas games, we got uh, – don't forget, everybody, like, share, subscribe. This is the LTS In The Hoop NBA Basketball Show. Don't forget to follow the guys down on the ticker. We got everybody down there. We got the man cave, your boy, K-Wit. Game time, Bobby G, and PGH Sports Dex. Make sure you like, share, and follow on all of that stuff. All right, so we got Miami and Philly. I thought this was a – of uh, one of those games where, hey, who who's on the court? Is, that, is everybody playing tonight? <laughs> like, I kept looking because, you know, normally, like, really, I, and, and I'm not a hater, all right, but I normally can't remember what's going on with Miami until it's close to the playoffs. But in this case right here, they showed me something. I mean, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take it and take it into effect what's going on when you see Tobias Harris, you know doing Tobias Harris like things that we haven't seen in a while. Like what what's what what do we say about this one, boys? Look, this was the battle of the teams without stars because Butler was out and Bede was out. Yeah. I mean Maxi was in there, but he only gave up 12 points. It is staying a little bit. Tobias was doing his thing. Things we don't see. For my thing, it's the rookie. Jacquees, I mean that boy from Miami, mm. 34 points, 10 them rebounds, he came out. He showed up on Christmas. And then yeah, Bam did put in work. Like, I mean, put in work. And, again, that shows you that Miami can play without Butler. They can do their things without Butler. When you add a man, it might take away from everybody else. But, again, now, can Philly do that without Embiid? Usually Maxie steps up in a bigger role. But still, Embiid's that, that man, you honest, that's your one. That's probably your one and two in a sense. 
That dude you know, does it all on defense yeah. and offense. Uh, yeah, but that's what this game was. It was the battle without your superstar, and Miami, Miami's rookie is the one that came up and said, hold on, I'll be the superstar and stepped up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and how about Bam? Bam out of bio. And he had 26 points, 15 rebounds, five assists. Um, you know, Tobias Harris on the other side, he was he was good, you know. But yeah, I mean it was one of those games where, you know, the stars were uh were not out, but uh but yeah, I mean uh Miami looks solid. I mean they're I, I still think they're gonna be kind of one of them under the radar teams this year. You know, you're just not you know, they're gonna fly under the radar and you know and uh and find a way. And Loki, I think they like that. I think I think Miami likes. I think my I think you know like that that espionage, sneak up and be the seventh you know the seventh spot, sixth spot, and play and play number two or three and take them out cold is somewhat uh, of a of a Miami trait. Uh, Bobby, what what you got on that one? Expectations, expectations will kill you. Maxi, calm down. Everybody's high on him. Everybody, and for good reason, the man is talented. Not going to take that away. Remember, he was the third option. Now he's stepping into a role where he's at second and has to be the one uh, when Embiid isn't available. Four for 20, we can't have that in prime time, baby. But again, it's the expectation, man. Keep, keep, the, keep the kids' confidence up. Uh, keep him going because come playoff time, you're going to need him to, to, to be there. And let's not turn him into the next playoff James Harden. <laughs> So, so getting this here, he had a and again, Miami historically one of the toughest defensive teams in the league year in, year out. Uh, they keep defenders in the back, especially at point guard, uh, where they, they normally can throw waves and waves at, at backcourt players. So um let's keep this kid's spirits up and uh hopefully he continues to perform. But again, uh, yeah, yeah, big my head something there. Hey, uh Jamie, yeah. yeah. Kid is big. Kid, hey. Hey, uh, listen, Jaime. <laughs> he's gonna be a superstar, yeah, but but he's gonna be one of those. I can see him being like an Eddie Jones type player, just one of those consistent guys. Uh, uh you'll know a, his name. He just won't yeah. be that guy exactly. that's always around. He might show up in an All Star game here and there. You be like, oh, hey. yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah the, the young, the young stars game in the East in the in the All Star game. Yeah, that's he's gonna he's gonna perform. Um, mm-hmm. You know, one of those things I was looking at because you know, like I say, I, I gotta with the especially when the Heat playing, I gotta look at the, the box score. Shout out to Kevin Love, man. Kevin Love out here showing out with ten <laughs> rebounds and five assists and freaking eight points. Kevin Love, his he's, his beard and his hair is getting whiter and whiter. But I, you gotta remember, you gotta respect him. He do got a ring, okay. And then the other somebody else I was looking for, especially on the Heat roster, um, you know, straight off of uh, the White Man Can't Jump sequel or duplicate, uh, Tyler Hero, like MGK, I, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm looking <laughs> MGK, right? Yeah, I'm looking I'm looking for him to do just a little more. We made all of this noise about, uh, you know, over the offseason, like, hey, you know, what's going to happen? Oh, they don't got Dame. Well, don't worry. The reason why they don't got Dame is because they didn't want to give up Tyler Hero. Since they don't want to give you up so goddamn on bad, I need you to do about 15, 16, 20, you know, every other every other game, bro. We could have had – and I don't want to say in response to it, like we could have been playing with Dame. No, you are worth us not giving you up. Play play like that. Like, you know, and I know he's coming off of some injuries. So, I'm I, once again, I'm looking for them to catch fire, you know, February, March. Literally get it, fire, heat, 
right? Y'all heard it? That's, that's all I that No, I just just gonna say real quick. That's been the thing with Hero. He can't stay healthy. You know, you remember last year against that Buck series, he broke his hand. I mean, dude, every time you turn around, he's 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 hurt. You know, he's had a lot of injury issues. Um, He's a he's a he's a. I don't want to say he's got like a a rough style of playing basketball for his size and his like his build because he does a lot of throwing himself around. Especially, you know, because we, I expect, I'm thinking Tyler Hero the shooter. Tyler Hero, yeah. you know, yeah. is, is what I'm thinking about. But Tyler Hero really likes to, he likes to slash, he likes to cut, which also mm-hmm. gets him to the free throw line. But as we've seen, like you mentioned, it also gets him. Yeah, he uh, doesn't and, have the body type for it. Yeah, I agree. It's yeah. amazing. It gets him got dog injured. Now, this one right here. Hold on, hold on. Let me go. One more thing on Tyler Hero. Because, <laughs> you know, I, I ain't. You ain't heard this from me, but um, the, <laughs> oh, the no. dude, uh, you say white man can't jump. The dude, he he did go a little Hollywood. Remember, he's a small city boy. Small city boy made a name for himself down there in Miami, and, and you know I'm out here in Vegas. Y'all y'all know every summer them dudes come out here for the runs. Uh, they come out here for the summer league. A lot of a lot of guys gather. Like example, Donovan Mitchell got all the calves together. They rented out a high school gym. They got some work in. Um, Tyler Hero. I I can't count how many how many times I see him at the club. Oh man! So I mean, you know, I ain't gonna say you ain't doing nothing during off season, but but how much is you doing, baby bro? He's shooting, but it's shots. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, shooters gonna well, shoot, I, baby. That's, that's right. right. Get what it is. <laughs> right. I ain't I ain't saying, but I'm just saying. Right, right. <laughs> listen, hey, listen, we you, you got you got uh you know. Rappers with your names and the lyrics, you know. Now you go, not, then you show up to the spot and go, Yeah, that's me they talk about, baby. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm the white guy, but I'm cool, though. Yeah, check me out. You know, it's it's he's a and listen, he's got swag through the roof, and I know he's had it since Kentucky, so I'm sure he has a he's a fun guy to be around, especially oh, in yeah. a town like Vegas. Um, and this this one right here, guys, the next game is a two-parter because we're gonna get into uh something that, that took place uh especially around that time. Dallas and Phoenix, man. I, this is for me. This is a conundrum. Uh, it's I, it's a quandary. It's a it's a myriad of questions that I have about both teams. I couldn't think of any more words. But of course, as long as you don't Dallas, do it like Zion. Yeah, thank you, that dude. <laughs> like hey. a zig, like a zig, like like. like a big zig, like a Yo, so we got. So we got Dallas on top with 128 and Phoenix right behind them at 114. Now, um, we'll, we'll start with Phoenix, man. The buildup, crazy. Oh, my God. They got KD. Oh, my God. They're going to get Bradley Bill. Oh, my God. Everybody's going to be out. And the funny thing is we've only seen, I, I want to say it was like 28 minutes of all three of them on the court. Um, you know how it goes, man. Every time something happens, we magically start hearing rumbles from people in or near or around Kevin Durant. Oh, something happened, or I don't know. And I, you know, and 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 literally, I'm talking about. I follow a lot of actual basketball people, and they are this they are saying things like Kevin Durant's considering being traded again. Maybe he should. Maybe he shouldn't. But then on the other side. I, I think we're seeing the evolution of, of basketball in Dallas, bro. Straight up. Uh, you know, we knew how great Luca was. 
and as, and as somebody that plays 2K, like like we mentioned earlier, <laughs> I remember when, when Luca was on that foreign team, and they you could you could play him in the off season or something, and they was and he was like a sixty seven, but he would like dunk on you, like <laughs> yeah, and like now it's it's coming to fruition, like it's triple doubles, it's forty points, it's is nine ten assists on the regular, like and 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 they really are actually putting they they've always had a team. But they're having a team better geared towards his skill set in Dallas this season, man. So what we got on the docket, Big Mike, for the Dallas Mavericks and Phoenix game with this one? Listen, I got to be honest. By this time, I was probably done. But, uh, that I just... Guys, I'm just sick and tired of hearing about Phoenix, though. Oh, they're supposed to be this, supposed to be that. Well, then how come everybody's sitting on the bench or crying injury or something? This team is just built around players that just always are hurt, especially Beal. He's hurt like 500 times a season, it seems like. Even if it's just a game, he's hurt, out, can't do this, can't do that. Then, you know, KD's trying to carry the team on his back. Booker's usually hurt at least twice, three times a year. It's just, I don't know, man. I, I don't know if we need to wait until after All-Star break to see if this comes back around or if they actually get it together. But, yes, no, Dallas, though? Dallas is starting to put it together. You got Luke yep. over there dropping mm-hmm. 50 bombs on these people, just showing out like, hey, here it is. Even though he just turned into a crybaby the other night, you know, with Cleveland, yeah. but that's all right. Yeah. Dude, that happens. Just like, you know, Milwaukee right now. They're probably going to cry here soon, too. they down by <laughs> seven. You know, Cavs beating that. <laughs> right. I just paused it. So I, I it just, the, the end of the first quarter, I just paused it. I'm going to watch the rest after this. Oh, well, I just messed that up, didn't I? Yeah. That's all right. Kill that one. Just kill that one. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's just Mavericks are starting to put it together more. You know, everybody thought, is this going to be cool with Kyrie and Luca, you know, for a while there? Now it seems like they're like best friends. They're buddies. They know what's up, doing their thing, and they're incorporating everybody else. Again, just like we've been saying, players starting to know their roles, and they're slowly coming along to that. They're not there yet, but they're getting there. They're getting there. Yeah. Yeah, I like, like, I tell you, look at Doncic. I mean, you look at him, he had 50 points, you know, that night, that game. Um, he, he just hit the 10,000 mark, the sixth fastest guy to do that in the history of the NBA. Uh, he's still young. I mean, you, you look at it, he's still young. Uh, but, you know, I agree. This Dallas team, you know, they're about to be sold. I know Mark Cuban's selling his, uh, his share of the team. and um, He's still in charge, though. Yeah, I'm about to say, and, and, yeah, okay. and this is non-basketball related, but watch what Mark Cuban does next. Just keep okay. on yeah. Yeah. This is, this is, it's not for no reason. There's some reason I'm proud of you. Oh, yeah. Nah, he's, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, there you go. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, Bill. My bad. But no, I, I you know, uh, I thought I thought Meadow, I thought he had a good game for Phoenix. I like him. You know, he I think he's uh he's at one bright spot on that uh on that team. He, he had 23 points the other night in in 19 rebounds. Dude, that dude was like just he was getting every pulling every rebound down. Um, but uh yeah, I mean, you know, I, I yeah, it was Doncic. I mean, fifty points. I mean, he he went off, you know. But you know, Dallas. I know, Mike. You were just talking about Cleet. You know, Cavs. I know the other night. You know, Dallas was up like fourteen middle middle of the third quarter and uh, just squandered that lead away. And I mean, they they've had some some late uh, late game meltdowns as of late. 
Um, that's a little concerning to me, but you know, yeah, I was surprised that Cleveland, I was actually listening to that game and I'm like, wow, Cleveland came back in this and, you know, ended up, ended up winning it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, don't just, you know, like I said, kudos to him, 10,000 points. Like I said, the sixth fastest, uh, guy in the history of the NBA to do that. And, uh, he's a, he's a hell of a player and they got a hell of a team. So definitely, definitely. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about the Suns because the just like I said, the, the Nuggets are kind of the, the standard for this era, and things are changing. Big three ball is over. Phoenix Suns haven't learned that yet. You need a point guard. <laughs> Definitely. Plenty. I don't care how many superstars you had. You you don't need a superstar point guard, but you need somebody in that position to in the fourth quarter decide. No, you don't get the ball, Bradley. We need to get it to Kevin right now. Oh, Kevin, not your turn. We need to get it to Devin right now. Oh, Devin, yeah, we, we need to get it to Bradley. Oh, y'all messing up. We need to time out. You need somebody to direct these dudes. <laughs> Anybody. I know I would I want I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you finish, but no. didn't they have Chris Paul on that team? Oh, okay, all right. Never mind. Continue. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> didn't didn't Chris Paul take them to the finals? I don't know, man. I mean, I know teams that have not won a championship with a with a really strong big man. I know teams that what was the myth? Jump shooting teams can't win championship. We threw that out of water. I've right. seen the worst defensive teams in the history of the league win championships. I've yet to see a team in the NBA in the history of the NBA win a championship without a point guard. Even the Lakers had Derek Fisher. Yeah, like. You they they need some hell. Re, you know what? Reach out to the Nuggets. Go get Reggie Jackson. Oh, yeah. get yeah. somebody. Get somebody. A young veteran is what I should say. That just What's doesn't that? care to score a million points. Yeah, knows how to direct a team. Go get Pat Beverly. Go get somebody. You but you need a point. Go hell. Call Austin Rivers. He ain't doing nothing. He ain't doing nothing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you need they yeah, they they need a point guard. They, that's good to, if if uh if Monty Williams wasn't coaching the Pistons and just losing uh, losing the hair he don't have, I, I guarantee he'd be laughing at Phoenix right now. Like how is that club under 500? Listen, bro. Yeah, you made man, listen, you made you made a bunch of good points and and I'm gonna close this one by saying in the beginning when they assembled that team and they threw out Eric Gordon um, you know, somehow, some way, the the Watanabe kid did, doesn't play for some reason, but he's supposed to be a a, a, a stretch point. Um, I was wondering what was going on, and then they then they got they had Bo Bo right, and I, I saw the story with Bo Bo going to Phoenix, but then somehow, some way, Bo Bo doesn't play. But don't they got Chet Holmgren looking real good and? You know, Wimby looking real good. So why don't you somehow figure out a way to have and, and bowl? They let Bobo off the leash for about six, seven games in Orlando. They let him go, and he 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 was producing at a high rate. But he can't play with Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. I, I don't. I didn't understand that. And then going back to um, you know, going back to the D- Dallas, and we going we gonna move on after this. Um, you know, Derek Lively, stud, doing his thing, balling, dropping twenty. Rebounds, assists, all of that good stuff, and reminds me of a young note, Yokim Noah. Ve- yes, okay. I said I told somebody else that very. What jo- if Jokim had a a uh, had a, a, a jump shot, but it was so ugly. But um, you know, <laughs> but so he's got a jump shot. And I like that. 
But my 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 star addition to this team, and I promise you, we like we won't see how good of an addition it is until later. Is going to be Grant Williams, and I and it hurts me to say that because of course I loved him in Boston. But Grant Williams to uh, you know to Dallas is going to be something that is uh, yet to be seen. All right, boys, those were the Christmas games. And speaking of games that things that got to do with Dallas, let's just jump into this real quick. So, uh, of course, like Bill mentioned, Don Luca, ten thousand points already, bro. Like, is it is it far fetched for all of the hype that he came into the league with to be now like met with? Oh, well, we knew that, or. You know, it is, you know, somehow, some way, I, I knew he was going to be that kind of point guard. I, I saw it overseas because, in my opinion, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the what was going on when he first got here was was mixed reviews because everybody was saying he was playing overseas. He's been playing overseas since 17, 16, 17. We don't know if he can play NBA style basketball. Can he play with Kyrie Irving? Can he play with Porzingis? I, in my, in my mind, you know, one of the things that I, I like more about Kyrie Irving that nobody's really going to talk about is Kyrie Irving gave the reins of the responsibility to, uh, you know, what's, you know, to the beard, to James Harden in Brooklyn. I think that somehow in there, he went in there and with a hey man, namaste. You know, I just want to, <laughs> I just want to burn my incense. I want to play jazz in the corner. And I, I don't have to be the star. You could be the star. I've already been the star one time. I think the defer the deferment of Kyrie Irving helped, you know, Luca grow because I'm sure that in the beginning they were going, oh, Kyrie Irving's a cancerous teammate. Oh, he separates teams and blah blah blah. And and you know that it's just like high school. You know, you, when you go finally get to the locker room and you you, sit, you see the guy, you heard all this stuff about. And then you find out uh, he likes playing Nintendo. Y'all like the same games. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that is what took place, and it's it's working in his favor. And this is how he gets to ten thousand points. Because I wait, I wait. Does he does he already have ten thousand assists? You know, like is that that's what I was thinking. Like he was going to get to the assist mark first, but the points is what he's got. So tell me, tell me, you guys thoughts on on Luca and and his. Ascension into he's already a, a superstar. But tell me what you guys think about Luca as as of right now, boys. Well, I, I'll start off. So we all, if you don't know, like European style basketball, if they play on a much smaller court, and you got like more up tempo and you got more fast paced style of basketball, and I mean, you know, they they focus more on like ball movement and like team play rather than like kind of like individual talent and that like that's when you look at his game that's what you know he's up tempo you know fast pace and I, you know he just i don't know like the guy he uh he always has himself in good position similar to Jokic. i mean it, it's it's kind of a similar situation you know but uh you know like i said you, you put they play on a smaller court over there so i mean i think he just um it opens up his game more in the NBA, you know, I mean, you see that with a lot of these, uh, I know Vladdy Divac, uh, used to play for the Kings. He was the same way, man. Like it was just, you know, he was, uh, from Yugoslavia, same thing. You know, they play that Euro style basketball. That's like I said, smaller court, more, you know, up tempo and fast pace and just, you know, you know, focusing on ball movement, you know, outlet passes, things like that. Um, and they, that just, 
they tend to, it tends to translate good over in the NBA where you have a little bit more open, uh, you know, court advantage, so to speak. I don't know. That's just my take. I like that. I like that. Anybody else on Luca? Go ahead, Mike. He's just a dog. I mean, the dude, <laughs> again, take, take, take joke and just shrink him a little bit. Luca's got the same body, kind of, <laughs> just not as tall, and just knows where to throw the ball. I mean, even his shots, they were all goofy and stuff for a little bit. And then all of a sudden, he tucked that elbow in a little bit more. Now his shot looks a little better. But he was just one of those guys you're just like, man, you're enamored with what he can pull off being the way he is. Again, just a smaller version of Jokic. And it's just it's crazy that he can do what he can do. And he's been doing it since he was 15 years old. This isn't this isn't right. like he came in a league at 18, 22 or whatever, and it was like, hey, I'm here. No, he's been doing this forever over there in Europe. And that's why he's so cool about it. He just, hey, I'm used to this. I've been, I mean, shit, 10 years ago I've been doing this, you know. It's- <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's a bit of maturity. Is a I think I think that's one of the things you want to throw out there. For yeah. for we have probably say something. It's it's that maturity that you know American 17, 18, 19 year old boys don't have necessarily. Like Luca had it and knew he had the reins to a team. And I think he t- he can he came into a very very much you know a grizzled veteran, you know somewhat already. It, he just had to they just had to mold the team a little bit better. Yeah, Porzingis was there, but I don't think that was a good fit because Porzingis, Porzingis was still thinking like Porzingis from four, three or four years ago, probably. Yeah, and he was like, ah, we can't play together, you know. But I, but I think you know for but right now that mix that they have and it's and it's only going to get better in my opinion is is that and you was and you was mentioning you know his the size of Luca. Remember now, he's still like six seven. That's a yeah, he's big, still big. He just yeah, that's still a big he's shorter than what mm-hmm. Joke is, and it's just if you look at him. They're almost identical, except for jokes bigger. It's like his bigger brother. Yeah, it yeah. Just came yeah, out the same thing. Just just lollygag down. You know, not fast or nothing. I mean, Lucas got a good first step, maybe, but that's it. As soon as you get that first step, you get him after that. That's it. And that's he'll it. do some turnaround fade stuff on you and trying to do dirt, but that's you know that's pretty much it. Yeah, right. and real quick, you know, I was over in Europe, you know, with the military, and I and I went to a lot of basketball over there. I and you know like. You're either a basketball player or a soccer player over there. You're like you know, they they those are the sports over there: basketball and soccer. Uh, well, they call it football, but right. yeah, you know, um, and and I mean those they, they start them off young and they develop their skills. <laughs> you know, and oh, I'm, hello, can you guys hear me? Oh yeah, no, you, you paused for a second. I didn't. I thought I didn't know if you was. Oh, okay. Me. Well, go ahead. No, 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 but no, I was just saying like. uh they start those guys like you're like I said, you're either a soccer player or you're a basketball player. And they start those guys off young and they develop their skills and that that like they, they're so skill oriented. And like I said, they focus a lot on team play, whereas I think American is kind of like individual and you know, um, more so, you know, than, than team play. But they they, they develop the skills and the and the and the emphasis on the team play over there. So mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, just just piggybacking off what Bill said, it, it, he's exactly right. I spent some time over there too. Uh, same deal. I, actually, I coached over there. And that was fun. Nice. Um, but yeah, the fundamentals, fundamentals of the game, and and they followed the lead of who came first. Like Lucas heavily inspired. You watch his game; he's heavily inspired by Ricky Rubio, who's in the same situation. Uh, who 
the exact same young who was inspired by Tony Parker. Like they, they follow these they, because these guys go back and they, and they, they, they take the knowledge with them and they, and they give it to others. Hey, this is what you need to do. This is what's going on. This is what you need to work on. But we also need to thank the Los Angeles Clippers. Let's give a hand to the Los Angeles Clippers. And the reason we want to do that is because a few years back in the playoffs, if you remember uh, that team with the, with the Marcus twins and Pat Bev, and they faced off against the Mavericks in the first round of the playoffs. And, and what did they do? They beat up on Luca, yeah. whole series, speed up on him, punked him. And uh, yeah, he came back that next season, a monster. Whole like that, yeah, whole different dude. He's yelling on dudes, YouTube little use a bit. So yeah, let I thank you, Montrez Harrell. I thank you, Pat Beverly. I thank you, Marquise Mar- uh, Morris, for the Luca Dantas that we have today. I mean, listen, I, I'm, I'm gonna say yeah. one more thing. Just yeah. like you were saying, it's soccer or basketball over there. That's how they get that footwork. Yeah. That's that's what they do. I mean, yeah, they learn how true. to move their feet. That's why Joke's so good with his feet. He knows he how to move around and throw his flubber everywhere. I mean, <laughs> I came the I came the dream. That was his thing. Yeah. That's why so many people go to him because well, he, he played soccer as big as he as tall as he yeah. is. Played soccer and he was Giannis. good. Y- Giannis, Giannis, yeah, Giannis too. I mean, they're good yeah. at soccer and it gets their feet work, their yeah. footwork, so they can move around in the paint, do different yeah. things. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of them are they play both sports over there and play them well, you know. To so. a lesser degree, Tim Duncan. Yeah. Hey, yeah. he's, he's a soccer player. Yeah. A big fun. That's yeah. what he was. Yeah. Yeah, Timmy, Timmy wanna be an Olympic uh 60, 60 meter swimmer and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> never seen a 40 year old ever seen a 40 year old man start growing locks. Let's go check Tim out, man. <laughs> you know I ain't even got to swim. That's cheating. That man fall in the pool. He already at the finish line. Yeah, he right, hey, right. He's halfway there. What stroke okay. you doing the fall down? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so look, you know, we're gonna stick to the Western Conference. Um, and we're gonna talk about something that I think we might as well get into a little bit and talk about some of these young gunners, okay? Because the team that we just talked about, the Dallas Mavericks, didn't just come together out of nowhere. They kind of took a little bit of time. And then, pow, now we got to talk about the the Mavericks and the top four, top five of the Eastern Conference every year. So what we're going to do is talk about the young gunners, the young teams on the rise in both respective conferences so boom easy one and i don't know if uh one of our guys from lts is watching uh right now we're talking about our guy alan perales our (laughs) guy he's right there where i'm about to mention oklahoma city and shay gilgis alexander and the boy uh chet holmgren okay First of all, they got number one draft picks until I turn 52, okay? <laughs> so it's, it's just stockpile. Like, I, you know, first of all, like the ghost of Danny Ainge is smiling somewhere. Um, yeah. and, and I promise you that they took that they took that recipe and they times it times four or five. And somehow, some way, it's, it's not as though they're making bad picks. They're making good ones. They're developing the players. The general and and you know and my and for real we've talked about the Clippers earlier. Who was on that team three or four years ago? SGA was, and he was on the bench though. You know what I'm saying? But he was still coming into his own, and I feel like that pickup from the Clippers and saying, "Hey man, 
you know, here go the keys. You know, you're in Oklahoma, so you can't really drive a Ferrari. So here goes the keys to the GMC F250. You know, you can drive it. And 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 literally, they they let they're letting SGA be SGA. And I'm talking about 30 point, 40 point, 50 point. It's a, whatever he can do whatever he want. He's got a, just like the kids say now. When he's in his bag, he is in his bag, and there is very little. Um, that that you can do to eliminate what he wants to do on the court, whether it's passing, shooting at all levels, scoring, scoring on all levels, shooting in the three, um, you know, getting into the paint. And that's one of the things I think is slept on, his ability to get in the paint and finish. Not just get down there and get slapped up, but get in there and score. Um, and then, you know, I'm going I'm to throw this out there too. I think we underestimated what was going to happen with Chet Holmgren. You know what I mean? Because – you know, shout out to my man Nick Bakins because Nick Bakins said immediately a joke and was like, "Hey, you know, check Holmgren's skinnier than uh, my man member." And I was like, "Hey, <laughs> you like let the boy grow a little bit? He just left his soccer. He just <laughs> my <laughs> man member. He didn't even eat like enough steaks yet. You know what I'm saying? But but Chet Holmgren came into the league a smaller, thinner version of what we are expecting Wimby to be." But, man, is he showing up for the Oklahoma City Thunder. I think about a week ago, he got his first – he got a seven-block game. You know what I'm saying? He's already, you know, a lob threat. He's also equal an equal opportunist when it comes to the three. And there are more players to mention on Oklahoma City. But I'm going to let everybody else get in there too. So one of the teams I wanted to bring up in the Western Conference for sure has got to be the Oklahoma City Thunder. What y'all? Uh, who, who who else you guys thinking about Western Conference wise? If not Oklahoma, Western Conference. Uh, I mean, Minnesota. Oh, well, Minnesota. Yeah, yeah they've they've been a shock, huh? I mean, really. <laughs> they're they're, they're they're. I mean, Anthony Edwards doing his thing. Carl Towns is somehow revamped himself somewhat here. I mean, you look at that. He's always been something, but it's like I feel like the pressure got taken off his shoulders. Now he doesn't have to be some big number one. It's Edwards. Edwards is going to be the number one, and you just going to sit there and soak up all the misses, you know, rebounds, and do your thing. You know, you're going to get everything right. And that team has come out of nowhere, and I mean nowhere, to be something. Yeah. Here's one for you, though. I brought bring up Minnesota to say this, and yeah, I said it. Carl Anthony Towns, uh, I think you need a vacation. So I'm gonna hop on the phone. I'm gonna call Pat Riley. Hey, let me get uh let me get uh Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson. Wow. And I, I even take take you know maybe a first round or two off your hands. Put those guys around Ant Man. Wow. Wow. Ant Man, he needs some shooters, man. We got Rudy Gobert. He's already clogging the paint enough. I know. I know. I think I know Carl Anthony Towns can spend some time on the outside, but hey, I can get a stress for anywhere. Uh, let me get some, <laughs> let me let me get some pure shooters and, and really really build around Ant. I, th- I think that's that's that will take them to the next next level. Wow. Okay. Good one. I like that right there. I like that. Anybody else got one on your mind for the West Coast? Everybody knew about the Kings, but they they're still going to do King things. So that's not really something new. <laughs> I, I mean, I I agree with you with the Thunder. I mean, you look at like team stats. I mean, that field goal percentage they're third. Uh, you look at like steals they're third. You look at blocks per game, they're second. You look mm-hmm. at assists per game, uh, they're sixth. You know, you look at uh, points per game, they're fifth. I mean, field goal percentage, 
their third. Uh, three pointers made. Uh, oh no, they're not. not three point percentage. Your second. You know, free throws are first. I mean, you know, they, they you know, and they're third in the uh, in the Western Conference right now. Um, I, you know, and, and Holmgren. I mean, I he's he's been a he's been a he's been a hell of a player for them. I, I you know, but uh, but yeah, I mean, Minnesota surprised me. You know kind of being in the Minnesota, I'm in the, you know, Western uh, Wisconsin, you know, area and Minnesota, you know, we kind of hear a lot about the Timberwolves here and then we hear about the Bucks, you know, but, uh, but yeah, they've been a shock too. I mean, for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Uh, one more I want to throw out just because, and I'm not necessarily, I'm not counting them out. I'm just, Looking to see them develop a little further, um, mm-hmm. and, I, and I and I watched, and I watched, uh, you know, KG and Paul Pierce name places that you know you can't go out and hang out and party no more. I'm looking to see what's going on in Houston, man. To be honest with you, um, you know, yeah. it's a little shaky. It's not. It's not every day, but they got some. They got some guys out there in Houston that when when they put it together, I mean, it's it's a scary night for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean. They definitely got the bad, you know, they got the bad guy. You know, everybody everybody needs a bad guy. Houston's finally got one. And of course, you know, they went out there and got got the got got up got a point guard, you know what I mean? Somehow, some way, these things all influence what's gonna happen and how things turn out when you got, you know, well, Dylan Brooks is out at the moment. Um, Jabari Smith, when he does show up, has been, you know, has been phenomenal. And I think really just without without knowing it was gonna happen. Happen, but uh, my man Shingun, low key, uh-huh. uh, low key that they go here it goes again, another guy from Europe showing up and balling. Um, I, I really, I really think that hey, give it maybe if not this season, if they don't sneak in on that playing boat, you know what I mean, real covert. Like, I'm looking for uh, the Rockets to, to, to wake up because Fred Van Vliet can't be slept on. I was just gonna say, what about Fred Van Vliet? Van Fleet, I mean, either. Yeah. Van Vliet, I'm sorry. Yeah, but mm-hmm. he's he's another guy. I mean, you know, he's there. Listen, Fred Van Vliet. When 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 there was nothing to do in Toronto, Fred Van Vliet was keeping uh, defenses away. <laughs> he, he made he made you stay awake for for when you when you went to Toronto. Now let's switch conferences, boys. Let's talk. talk about- let, me, let me touch on you for. I love Wait. everything going on in Houston. Let me tell you, man. They got a great. You got the runaway rookie of the year, CJ Stroud. You got a great rookie coach. Um, you know, you got some. Pre- oh, we talking basketball though, right? <laughs> <laughs> I got not I'm not. <laughs> not 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 buying it, man. I think it's fool's gold going on down there, man. Shingun is a dominant rough. He needs to get up out of there. Get me up. I'm on phone with my agent, man. Get me up out of there. Uh, right. reason I, I just it's fool's gold. Fool's gold. Nobody was telling man. When you get rid of the best GM, maybe in franchise history, maybe, maybe. Uh, I I don't. It's from the top down. Trick, trick down. I don't know what you're doing since, from there. Jalen Green, like I watched him out here with the ignite. His numbers have changed, but he hasn't changed much as a player. He's not a creator. Uh, he, he's just trying to get buckets. And that, like, if he's going to beat him, like, like, that ain't going to work. Shingun's going to get tired of that dude. That's going to be the next Draymond Green and Jordan Poole if he keep putting up bad shots and just trying try to hit 30. Shingun's tired. So, Shingun, get on the phone with Jay's man. Get up out of there before it gets before it gets bad. This fool's oh, gold man. down there in Houston. 
Yo, we got Allen. You know, Allen's right there. That's his hometown thing. Mm-hmm. He said the new big three in OKC, Williams, SGA, Chet, Yo, not to mention the great supporting by by uh, yeah, John, by Giddy, Dort, and uh, you know, Joe. Shout out to Lou Dort. Uh, you know, I and I'm not we this isn't a political show, but uh Josh Giddy's got some things he's gotta take care of. Got some problems. Yeah, he's got, he's got some problems. He just got to take care, and I and I'm a realist. You know, he was 19 at one point in time. We don't know how how the other ages is in question. We just got to figure all of that out before we know what's going on with him. Um, let's go ahead and drop it on into the Eastern Conference, boys. Straight up and down, list. I think I got it at the top of my list, and we all saw it. Indiana looking kind of funny out there, man. I don't know, man. It's a, it's a whole new pace. That's uh, it. Yeah. Somehow, some way. The ghost of Reggie Miller is showing up in corners, okay? And and literally, uh, Halliburton has and and, and um, you know if if he, if anybody has gotten a chance to check out, um, you know my my show, uh, you know me and, and Jay, we talked about players that were going to benefit from uh, USA basketball, and definitely Tyrese Halliburton was at the top of my list. I was just blown away from his play. Um, in the in the end season tournament, and at the same time, the the way that it's looking, where of course guys wanted to leave Indiana last year, okay, people didn't want to be there, and I promise you, it's a couple of the names that's at the top of the list for scoring and rebounds were possible. Uh, guys had possible trade destinations lined up, and they didn't fall through, and you know, but magically. We got Obi Toppin playing like he lost his mind, like his hair's on fire. You know what I'm saying? Couldn't do it in New York for some reason because, of course, he was behind uh, Julius Randle. But then you got Tyrese Halliburton leading at not only points but assists. Like, it, it's 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 working because I think this is, like, this is officially an unselfish team. You know what I mean? Like, who's going to score? Nobody cares. Who's going to get the rebound? Nobody cares. But – you know who these the players are, and this is that that young that young basketball like they look like an AAU team, you know. Oh, yeah. it goes an alley. Oh, there goes a three, you know. Oh, they're behind the back pass. Like it don't look. It, it looks like they're having fun with each other. But I, they, I think it really came together when Tyrese Halliburton took all of that knowledge and how they practice with Hall of Fame coaches. You know what I'm saying? And brought it back to Indiana and said, "Look, guys, this is how we win together." Um, so what you, who you guys got in the Eastern Conference? I got one more, but I'm going to let everybody else go first. Well, we're just touching on the Pacers, uh, <laughs> just following up with the Pacers. How about Neesmith? That dude, 47.5 mm-hmm. three-point percentage. I mean, he's just knocking them down. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, the, the Bucks have just haven't had an answer for him. You know, it, you know, he's just kills them in the three-pointers. So, but uh, no, that's all I wanted. I just wanted to piggyback off yes, that. I'm going to touch on the Pacers too. I mean, you got to think Hal Burton, he just had a 2020 game. Yeah. 20 points, 20 assists. Like, I mean, yeah. that's sick. And you got to think Miles Turner and Buddy Hield were almost shipped off that team. And now they're there doing their thing. But hey, he said, Nate Smith, no, that's not the guy to look at. It's Benedict Mathurin. Yeah, Mathurin. Yeah. This dude coming off the bench scoring. Double figures, putting in 19, 20. I mean, he's had a couple 30-point games. I mean, this dude is yeah. sick. And yeah. they got a good squad there. Just like we were touching on pure, like, perfect squads, this team is young mm-hmm. and coming together. Like, and, and they're self, they, they don't care who does what. 
Everybody does everything. It's like it's go around the merry-go-round. All right, you, you, who's yeah, you can get it. You can get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a straight Oprah show out there, and that's and that's crazy. I mean, mm-hmm. they are playing crazy basketball in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Three people on my hit list right now. I'm about to talk dirty about. Um, <laughs> first one. First one is Friendly Fire. Uh, I love my Cavaliers. Kobe Altman. I don't. He I don't know. <laughs> no, it's not Evan Mobley. This ain't this ain't about Evan Mobley. This is about Kobe Altman. How'd you get fleece, sir? Yeah, he got straight. He got straight fleece. We were we were looking for a wing, uh, for some bench help. They found Karis Levert. Karis Levert. Uh, yeah, you know I had no problem with it. I was like, okay, we didn't give up too much. Let's let's go get the young boy. He's he's from Ohio. He knows what it is. You know, shout out to his family, the the Leverts, if you don't know. Of the OJs, and uh, the next day, the Indiana Pacers turned around the pick that we gave them for Karis Levert and traded for Tyrese Halliburton, and I was pissed <laughs> because Kobe Altman. How did you not know that this dude was on the block? I would have, I would have much rather had Halliburton and Karis Levert, and to to know that we could have used that same pick to get him and, and had. Yeah. yeah, I would have even gave up Dar- uh, Darius Garland. Because you could have got Hal Burton and healed in, in that trade, wasn't exactly. that? Exactly. Was? Yeah. That's the first person. Second person, who's the dump? I, I'll just leave it at dummy. Who's the dummy in Sacramento who couldn't <laughs> figure out how to get De'Aaron Fox and Tyrese Halliburton to play together? <sighs> yeah, I like Sabonis. He's nice, but... Again, you could have got a Frankenstein from any other team in the NBA in the trade and let these two dudes cook in the backcourt, man. You had the next uh, Lillard and McCullum right there at your fingertips. Like, who who thought, you know, this ain't going to work out? Freaking morons. The third person, Thibodeau. You just mentioned uh, getting production out of Obi Toppin. Thibodeau, stop being afraid to experiment with your lineups. You could have put that man at the three. You could have moved R.J. Barrett to the two, and you could have brought the rest of the, the goons that you use at the two off the bench like you're doing now and had a better starting five. Like, I need people to make better decisions with their lives. I don't know why they're not using the 100 picks they got to go do something with that team. They got a thousand picks for just like Mitchell. the city. Yeah, they do. They, they got a bunch of picks. This is true. This <laughs> you is don't true. hoard them. You got to use them. <laughs> That, yeah, look, 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 let's just let's just say they don't know too much about trade value. That's what that's what I think we're going to this one. Then my my next one, this and this is a sleeper. This was a big sleeper for me. Um, at the beginning of the season, they were second in the East, and I was like, when I was we were doing you know uh, the Rec Room Sports Show, I was I kept like refreshing my my browser, like that's not right, like that's. <laughs> um, but I'm talking about the Orlando Magic, bro, like. Seriously. I was just gonna mention them. I was yeah, just gonna this, mention them. Seriously, yeah. man, like Paolo Blancaro is Vincero. what they wanted Aaron Aaron Gordon to be four years ago. They wanted Aaron Gordon to be exactly what Pablo Paolo Blancaro is doing right he's now. He's a leader of that team. He's a leader yeah. of that team. Oh, he is a man. He is another yeah. he's another yeah. guy that benefited from USA basketball hot heavily. Well, um, how about Wagner? How about Hans Wagner? Wagner? I mean, he did that dude has been playing out of his mind too. Yeah, I mean, listen. Anybody named Wagner right now, I'd take it. <laughs> anybody from Europe. That's it. They just. But Ben Caro, dude, that dude is—he's—he's yeah. a—he's the real deal, man. I, I like—he is. 
you know, he's the leader of that team. Like he's, they've even said like, he's the guy who's, you know, the voice in the locker room, you know, he's, I, I mean, I, I tell you what, I watched him uh, a few games back playing my box. And I tell you what, that team's hard to play against. And, uh, and Mosley's mm-hmm. a good coach too. I tell you what, that guy, he's, he knows how to coach too. Listen, it's a it's a big it's a big deal because you know, and I'm looking at it right now. When I look at 610, 610, 610, 68, 69, 610, then these are their these are their four the top leading four or five scores. You know what I'm saying? Paulo Blancaro, yeah. uh B Lads, Wendell Carter Jr. is finally waking up. Um Jonathan Isaac is playing like he's got some sense. Like this is a long. This is a rangy team. Who, when you think about the new style of basketball, positionless basketball, like they like to say, if they wake yeah. up, yeah, <laughs> if they Don't wake up, that. yeah, I know that's a, that's a horrible word. But if they wake up and and you know maybe maybe put a little more size around, a lot, lot more size, but some more shooters around, all that size that they have, uh, this is a scary. This is a scary team as any. You know. Because they, they are playing defense, then it's not like they're just trying to score. The Orlando Magic play really, really good defense. Um, and and for me, that this is this is one of those teams where I'm like, all right, let them be in the top five, top four or five for the playoff race because I don't want them playing anybody. I like you know at five from like that six three matchup. I don't want none of that. Why? Because they could possibly they could possibly sneak off two wins easily, especially at home, where right now they're playing their best basketball. Because you know everybody like to go out when they go to Orlando. And oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, talking defense, Suggs, I mean, Suggs has been a solid uh he's played yeah. solid defense for them. I mean, yeah. I like him. You know, he's uh, they've they've got a good roster. I, you you know, I just yeah. talked about Miami flying under the radar. Orlando, I think, is gonna fly under the radar. I mean, they're they're a team. Listen, when you when think look at look at this in a in a perspective of where they were drafted, we're talking Cole Anthony, Markel Fultz, and Suggs somehow in a in a backcourt rotation. Those that's like that's those are literally and, and Markel Fultz found himself last year. You know, it took him some moving around to get to get where he needed to be. So they're a dangerous team, especially if all these pieces wake up. And become, you know, what we think they all should be. So, hey, that's what we think is some scary picks for the Eastern and the West. Um, mm. you know, and so I another know, name out there. Oh, give me one. Give me one. Paulo remind. Well, I say he reminds me of. He's what this guy should have been. Even wears the same jersey number. I'm gonna take it back to those for those who remember Tim Thomas. Oh, 6'10", yeah. 6'10", 250 with a handle. Uh, yeah. was a nightmare in college. Bucks uh, Tim Thomas too. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it that that's 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 exactly what 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 Tim Thomas should have been. Paolo. Yeah. yeah. Exactly sure. the player everybody thought he would be. So yeah, it's good to watch some young men. I'll tell you why the Magic tailed off a little bit. It's because they stopped playing the Cavs. They played the Cavs like three times in two weeks and, and beat them every time. And then so they look good. But Cavs haven't been they on the schedule in a while. Yeah. So they need to play the Pistons. <laughs> makes a lot. Mate, now that you say that, that makes a lot of sense, man. It makes a lot of sense. Now we go. I got I got something else we're gonna get into. Speaking of young teams. Um, this right here is is near and dear to my heart. 
because it involves somebody from the great state of South Carolina. And we're going to talk about a young team in the Western Conference. Let's talk about Ja Rule, man. Ja Morant. Mr. Shoot him up, bang, bang, you know, uh, the return of John Morant and his effect on the Memphis Grizzlies. I know this was one I didn't throw in the, in the group chat, guys, but I figured we all can at least chime in on it real quickly. Um, first game back, 37 points and the game winner. And I want to say they're on like a six-game win streak if they didn't lose tonight. It's either six or seven unless they lost tonight. Um, the crazy idea that, that about – you know, John Morant not being a good player for or, or, or them not needing or them not needing him went out the window immediately in my mind. I mean, they got a lot of ground to wait to make up. 25 games is not easy to come back from. They finished under 500 without him. I mean, you know, the, the effect he has on not just the team, but the area, I think, um, locker room, you know, is 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 being felt. And yeah. He's still a kid, bro. He's still a kid. He's still he's still growing, but he has he has proven himself to be a leader in the locker room. Um, when we look at the effect of John Morant on a team like a young team, like we talk about young teams, uh, like somebody like John Morant going back to the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, BJ, come say hi to everybody. No, you want you want to say hi? He's <laughs> okay. There he is. What's happening, bro? Hey, thank you, BJ. Everybody say all right now. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, you know, the point is, John Morant's effect on everybody, especially the young team like the Memphis Grizzlies. Like, what are you guys seeing from that? Listen, he, he's he's one of those stars that just affects everybody when he's on the court, off the court. I mean, again, he did some stupid shit and affected that whole team and organization. I mean. It's usually you don't have that. Some guys can go mess up and you just all right, it's whatever. Nobody cares. Move on. He messed up and everybody cared. The whole NBA, all of us were talking about it. <laughs> you know, it just this is what it was. But he is that talent, man. He's just he's something else. Generational superstar type thing, I guess you could say almost. Not complete yet, but he is there. Like you saw, he came back. What you said, thirty-seven, and the game winner. This dude is just. Turn that whole team around in a matter of seconds. Definitely. It took seconds for it to happen. It's not like he came no. back, oh, I got to knock this rust off, give me a week or two. He stepped on that court and it was magic. Immediately. And they don't play until 1030 tonight, so it's six games so far they are. So, man, man dude, it's insane. I hope he understands all this now. hope he's grown some. I hope he says, hey, I get it. I was stupid. I know you say no, Bobby, but I mean, he needs to. He needs to. You he see what he did, did the last game he played? Last game huh? he played, he hit the bucket. Shooting at the crowd. He didn't learn that damn thing. He, he calmed it down. He, he was like, dang, no. Uh, rocket launcher. It's a rocket launcher. It's a rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah, right. He, did it. He, he started doing it, then he caught himself. He's like, oh, nope, no, it's not a gun. It's a rocket launcher. It's a pull up and out the grenade. No, see, uh, that shouldn't be a problem, though. That shouldn't really be an issue. I mean, again, it's him shooting the ball, shooting the ball. It's, you know how many people have done that? I mean, there's a dude named Pistol P, for God's sake. That's not, <laughs> not taking what he does on the court like that. I get it. If he's off the court doing that with real guns, hey, you stupid fuck. Don't. Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he's not Gilbert Arenas, but, you know, hey. He's, now, he's, that he's, dude is real retarded. He's <laughs> all you owe me some money. Let me. What? Yeah, give me like real guns. A lot of them. Okay. 
Uh, Bill, what you think about John Morant, Memphis? What are we talking about? Well, I mean, hey, his what four games he's played, he's averaging twenty eight points. I mean, eight assists. I mean, I think it speaks for itself. I mean, he's uh, he's definitely bringing life back into that team that desperately needs it, sitting at thirteenth in the Western Conference. Uh, yeah, what he did was dumb. I mean, I you know he shouldn't have did what he did. I mean, it it was stupid, you know. But it was a series uh, against though, it was just yeah, there was, it was yeah, there, it just wasn't one. Yeah. I mean, he was a repeat offender. And, uh, you know, but uh, I mean, I think he's learned his lesson. I mean, you know, hopefully, I mean, we'll, we'll see, but he's definitely a, uh, the, the Grizzlies need him for sure. You know, so we'll see. I, they're playing the Nuggets tonight, right? No, I played the Nuggets last night. They got Clippers. smacked oh, okay. up. He, he didn't play. Okay. Played the Clippers tonight. Clippers. Okay. Yeah. Hey, it's, it's not that just the Grizzlies <clears throat> need him. The NBA. The NBA, yeah. He's he's yeah. one of the favorites. We all of the league. need him. The fans need him. He he brings light to this game, man. Yeah. No, I Again, know. He's just one of those guys, like when Kyrie first in the league doing all his things. Like we were enamored by what he could do with his dribbles and his shots. Ja does the same thing, except for he's dunking on people's heads when he's doing this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah hey, and it's like we were talking about Jalen Brunson earlier. Like that's the difference between Jalen Brunson and, and a player like that. He he affects winning. Like if John Morant was on the Knicks right now, they'd be second in the East. It they're at minimum. But you know, you got a point about that. Oh yeah, if you put him on there and trade it off like Julius and whatever else, and kept Jalen as a two, I mean, damn. Yeah, and I'll 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 make I'll make a lot of people mad right now. That's the difference between a guy like him and even a Steph Curry. Because we still we saw you you Memphis Memphis yeah they have talent but. That roster doesn't compare to the championship Warriors teams. Let's be let's be one hundred percent honest. Uh, but we saw what Steph Curry was when you took all the shiny toys away, and Clay was out, Dre was out, and he had a regular roster. They missed the playoffs. Like like we we want to praise, we want to put Steph in, in this this area where LeBron is and the Kobe was and the George. He, sorry, he's not. He's generational in the fact that he can shoot, but. His ability to put a team on his shoulders. Little shaky, little shaky, little shaky. This is what this is where I, I stand on that. Now, I am not a huge. I'm. I love, don't get me wrong. I love Steph Curry. I'm not like the biggest Steph Curry advocate. But when he didn't have nobody. He did. He was magically drawing up thirty-eight and forty-two, and we was yeah, like, he's getting buckets. He can't, he can't shoot his way out of it. But the team, when the, everybody else was hurt, you know, that year, which is which, the following year they won. You know, you you yeah. saw him put a cape on. Now, was he Superman? No, he was more like Batman. So he still got kicked around. You know what I mean? A little bit, but it, it was it was a valiant effort every time he stepped onto the court. But I I, I feel you on that. Oh yeah, here no, I'm talking about without even even before that. He never made the playoffs before Clay got there. Oh yeah, no. The difference is between and that's them, what I'm saying. Yeah. Is Steph Curry's like prep school and John Morant's like <laughs> inner city. Yeah, yeah. Like on the court, John <laughs> Morant is a straight thug, like dog. Like he will come eat you alive and do everything. Straight slam his nuts across your forehead, <laughs> dunking the ball. John Morant's popping about stuff and spit out his, you know, binky. Like that—that's the problem here. That's the difference between the two. Yeah, 
Hey, listen, man, Papa Doc. Hey, listen, you know, uh, yeah, listen, they both might be, but I think Steph's a little more. He he, he the light skin Papa Doc then. If that's what <laughs> <I'm saying. laughs> this dude ain't no gangster. His real name is Jason. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, and, and this and this is what I throw out there because, of course, you know we're all from we're all from all across the country. That's one of the great things about LTS. Don't forget like, share, and subscribe. Like, follow. All of the LTS shows we got, don't especially in the hoop, because we're gonna start doing this more often. You know, John Morant is from a place called Sumter, South Carolina, aka Merck City. If you ever look it up, because I know about that. Um, and and unfortunately, you know, when you take your friends places, they act like they at home, and like literally, his homeboy was like, ah, I got, ooh, ah, pull the hammer, no, bro, like, no, now it should be. Everybody put their phone up in the bag. Put your phone in the bag. Yeah. When you when you with me, put your phone in the bag. I don't care what's going on. Yeah. But you know, and hopefully after several offenses, uh, like like Mike mentioned, he, he he's getting the point. Plus, he's in court for beating up that little boy at his house. You know, uh, that's crazy. You know, first first of all, who who is inviting, you know, high school AAU kids to my house to play basketball? In Memphis, first of all, they, they, they're not from your town. They're, I'm not inviting them nowhere. Okay, <laughs> uh, this is Memphis. Okay, Memphis love young Dolph and they killed young Dolph. I'm not inviting nobody. Nowhere. <laughs> okay. All right, but that's just me. That's just my take on it. Now, I heard us mention um, one of the teams that we're going to speak about next because I know we're getting closer and closer to that second hour. So I want to kind of you know get closer to wrapping things up. Um, so I'm going to piggyback off one thing into the other boys. And I know we mentioned this in the group chat. So let's talk about an Eastern Conference team who is not doing as well. <laughs> and let's talk about Detroit basketball. Okay. Yeah, back in the day, that used to mean something. But the streak continues. I know we were all texting last night going, oh, my God, are they going to lose to the Celtics? And I, I was like, this this was a, a, an example of the margin of how good NBA teams are being shown on TV. Cause it wasn't like K Cunningham was about, it wasn't like they weren't playing defense. It wasn't like Jaden Ivy was not putting on as, as good of a, a secondary player role. It wasn't like Bogdan Bogdanovich was, wasn't scaring me with these three point shots that he was, he was missing some open ones. And I was like, yes, you know, cause I'm a Celtics fan, but the team, in Detroit is built different. I, I would like to say. I don't want to. I don't want to talk bad. One, yeah, one day, one day we're going. We might. We might see these guys. And, and Monty Williams, the highest paid coach ever in the NBA, um, is is a great coach. I think Monty Williams is a great coach. I think from from interviews and watching stuff with other people, like he's got that you know that thing that I think you would want to have with younger coaches, younger players, where he's like. Not just your coach, but I'm your dad or your uncle or something like that. He's he's got that embedded in him, but somehow, some way, it's not translating onto the basketball court. What do you guys have like in your minds, opinion wise, about what's going on? Especially when they got all these good players, quote unquote. What is your opinion on this Detroit losing streak as it as it possibly climbs to 28? Because it's a baseball series, so they got to play Boston again. Listen, it's going to keep on going, but they need a trade. It's time to mix it up. It's a bit. Mix this thing up. You know, I was talking to Bobby earlier about this. I said, wow, you know, okay, send there. You know, he's talking about send Garland. Send him. I'm down for it. Bring yeah. Kate to Cleveland. 
dude, get that man out of there. That's a dumpster fire just burning, and he's just standing there all by himself, all lonely, scoring 40 points here, you know, 30 there, trying to do it, and it just it doesn't he work. No. He, he's doing his thing, but, I mean, I mean, <laughs> you could be a superstar on a shit team. Anybody can do that, but he just needs to get out of there. They got to change things up. I mean, Monty is is a good coach. He's one of the best. Problem is, is he's used to having veterans on the team with the yep. young guys. And who's his veteran? Yeah. I mean, Bogdanovich? I mean, no, that's yeah. not really yeah. the veteran yeah. going on the team doing it because, again, he's just that guy. You tell him, hey, go shoot the three. Okay. And he goes out there and does it. That's it. You, you well, need them real veteran dudes that can – help you with these young guys because you can't always be their daddy or uncle be sitting there with them patting them on the back it's okay there's always next game no, <laughs> no, there's not a next game anymore this is boy you got about five seconds to show me something and then you about to go sit somewhere until we get ready yet right. it's got to be a switch up they have to do something here soon and it's got to be sooner than later not hey we're gonna wait we maybe no it's not maybe it's not later it's now yeah, and I know, you know, like uh, last night, you know, you're leading by 21 at the end of the first half. And then you in the second half, it, it's another meltdown. That's been the story. I mean, and this is bad. 28 now, you know, 20, I think, who had the record? The the Sixers. Mm -hmm. um, so it's 28 now, and, you know, you're, they're playing, I think, Toronto tomorrow night. And um, Toronto's not to be slept on either. Yeah, no. well, I mean, I think they've lost uh, – I think they're like four and ten in their last fourteen games, but and yeah. they haven't played real Perfect well. Perfect timing to get their game back up and start winning yeah. again. Play Detroit. <laughs> yeah, Toronto hasn't played real well on the road either. But here's the thing, you know, the way I see it is teams are are loading up on the Pistons because they don't want to be the team that wants that loses to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They don't want to be. You don't want to be the team that loses to you know. So their teams are like going out and like. I mean, you saw what the Celtics did in the second half. I mean, they figured it out. They're like, yeah, there's no way we're losing to this crap team. Um, but, you know, like their passing is horrible. Entry passes, outlet passes. I mean, they just – they're got off on net turnovers. You know, Monty will, will – you know, I think Monty knew what he was getting himself into. I don't think he, he realized it was going to be this bad. I mean, you know, it, it's it's pretty bad. I mean, I can remember some, some bad um, – you know, losing streaks. I can remember that was it the Vancouver Grizzlies in '99, like won their first game and then like lost 13, and then won like three more, and then went on like a 17 it was game like a losing 17, streak. 16 games. Yeah, and it was just up and down and up and down. But I mean, this is horrible. I mean, this is this is yeah. really bad. Yeah, and I mean, here it is, January 15th. They play the Wizards. There it is. It goes a win. Like I said, these teams are loading up on them. These teams are loading up on them because they don't want to be the one to lose to them. Like they, they don't want to be the one to lose to them. Yeah. Nobody know? wants to be the team to break the streak at yeah. all. The teams they yeah. play until then are the Rockets twice, which I mean, granted, we know what they are, but they're gonna win that game. The the Jazz, you got the Spurs, but I mean Pop isn't gonna be the one. Pop no. will not be the one no. to do it. And you no. just got the Nuggets. You got good teams that are coming in there. Then you got the Wizards. And then right after the Wizards, the next three are the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Bucks twice. So, I mean, it's got to be then or you might as well just lose every game. Go for the yeah. huge record. Two and 80. Just <laughs> – 
Go for like, the gun. Yeah, I feel sorry for Monty, man, because like, and I can't blame anybody but him. This is what happens when you chase the bag. Yeah. I know he got all. I know he got other offers, but Detroit came with the bag, and like, like, it, take advantage from from your your elders, man. Doc Rivers. I, I feel Monty Williams is a better coach than Doc Rivers, but Doc Rivers is not taking that job. He he feels he's earned the right to coach a certain level of talent. Like Monty, you just took a team to the NBA Finals. Why 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 are you taking a job with the worst team in the league? Mm. Like why? You don't have to prove. You don't have to prove anything on that level. Mm-hmm. Like you you sit and wait. No, nah, I'll wait for my opportunity. Hop on ESPN, go get that bag, and then come back when when a, a situation is right. But and I feel that this is going to cost him years in his coaching career because he's going to be the scapegoat. Wow, hey that 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 is a prolific uh, thought right there. I, I love I love how you threw that in there, OG Bobby it's man. Fair as hell too. Yeah, it is, but yeah. it is a real. Look thing. at it look at Mark Jackson, thing. and he was winning. Yeah, I hey, and 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 for some reason they won't hire Mark Jackson yeah. at all. Like nobody. Yeah, well, why, yeah. Why Mark, Mark's the one that put the Warriors together, that got them rough and tough and ready. And then Steve Kerr walked in there and said, All right, Mark, I got it from here. And then Mark went and sat down behind a desk. Exactly. I mean, yeah. that, that's crazy. You know who's yeah. gonna need to get the coach's team? Get a college coach, bring up Rick Patino that's or something, true. say, Hey, these are all college kids. Yeah. <laughs> coach the college kids. You get veterans. You, you write it and listen, you write in the wheelhouse of what somewhat I, I was thinking about. They got to get somebody. Listen, look at this, guys. This is what I was thinking, right? Okay, so pick picks wise, just draft wise, right? Kane Cunningham, Jaden Ivy, or Sewer Thompson, right? Then we got like the island of misfit toys when we talk about Jalen Duran, James Wiseman, and Marvin Bagley. These are all top 10 picks in on one team. And somehow, some way, they can't get it get together. And this is one of those to oh, there. Don't forget, we got Kevin Knox out there too. Kevin Knox from out of from out of New York. They they got him down there. My thing is this: like, you know, what is the thing that's going to drive them to play and do better? Like, what is it? Because it has it has to be it has to be something. It has to be some type of catalyst. That's going to be my next. That's going to be my next point. Um, in this one. But and then and then they paid. Don't forget they paid Isaiah Stewart a bag too. The problem with all those guys you just said the top ten picks, four of them guys were actual busts. They should have been picked in the second round. I mean James Wiseman, come on, he turned out to yeah. be straight garbage. Marvin yeah. Bag, what has he done at that all? Was, that was Draymond's fault. <laughs> Kevin Knox, I mean, was was that that the Knicks' fault? Then he just turned into just nothing. I mean, you got these guys that just. Nothing. I mean, yeah, why'd you give Stewart all that money? I right. mean, Granny, okay, good, but you ain't got to pay him that much money. You could have went and got maybe another good veteran to put in that game. It's yeah. no real veterans. That's the crazy yeah. part. None. How'd they expect this team to actually win? Um, yeah, Alan again. Alan says the pizzas are like that chef that you give gourmet ingredients to and end up hey. getting served ramen with butter. Yes. Don't you ever. Don't you ever disrespect ramen noodles like that. Don't you ever, man. You can do many things with ramen noodles. You just got to add the correct. It could be gourmet. Hey, don't be doing that. I don't ever do that. If you ain't never been to jail, don't you ever dog ramen noodles again. <laughs> hey, man. Your ramen noodles and them icy whites, baby. You know. I'm man. telling you, man. You know. 
Yeah, throw you some beef bouillon up in that uh, water. water. <laughs> get some summer sausage. Yeah, he makes all that. Get it all up man, in there. Listen, I'm, I'm taking my ID card. I'm slicing all my joints. Yeah, that's right. There, there <laughs> hey, but look, you know, this is what this was. This is that we're gonna get. To, we get close to that final hour. So we talked about the Pistons and their losing streak. And gentlemen, I have possibly come up with a two-part solution. So this is the first part, right? Draymond Green, what it was, what it is, and what it will be, right? So everybody knows my uncle Draymond's got a hand problem, okay? His hands go anywhere. <laughs> Low blows, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But Uncle Draymond right now is dealing with the indefinite suspension for conduct detrimental to the team. If y'all don't know, indefinite possibly means forever. But the NBA Players Association is is going to get with Draymond. He is already going to uh, uh, therapy, so to speak, for his issues. Um, And they're going to appeal this this now. Now, let's let's start in in the past. Draymond Green on the teams that won championships was vital. I heard somebody disrespect him and say, man, they didn't need Draymond. Boy, please, let me tell you something. I hate Draymond's bounce passes, but those bounce passes are what got Steph Curry and Klay Thompson in each corner when they was without Kevin Durant. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't forget the illegal screens. Yes, and the illegal <laughs> Listen, I and, and you got to remember, at the time, Draymond Green was playing defense on just about the second or third best player every night because he was covering up the deficiency for Steph Curry and Clay Thompson was guarding the number one player because before Clay got hurt, Clay was first team all defense, second team all defense for sure every every year. Okay. Trey Draymond is literally Dennis Rodman from the past. Dennis Rodman is that is offensive, sir. (laughs) But I'm saying, listen. Dennis Rodman did the dirty work. That's what Draymond did. He did dirty work, got the rebounds. He didn't have to score a ton. I mean, Dennis didn't have to score at all. Just got 28 rebounds a game type stuff. But that is what Draymond used to be. You got to throw in there. You got to throw in there the 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 point the point forward aspect of his game too. That's that's what that's the one thing I was going to get to. When when they won, and this is this is kind of just a reflection. When they won, right. Um, the idea was, although Steph Curry was playing point guard, they had Jared Jack and Sean Livingston coming in there and actually dishing the ball, right? If they wasn't, it wasn't them. It was Draymond, you know, point guarding, you know, pick dribble handoff, a lot of DHOs and, and, and the screens and the pick. As soon as you come around Draymond's shoulder, the ball's there, you shoot. That's how that, that's what was working. And, and teams like Denver are doing that with Jokic right now. You see what I'm saying? And Jokic is way bigger than Draymond, right? And then we come into the era of Kevin Durant. And Kevin Durant was Kevin Durant, you know. It's simple. Kevin Durant, KD was KD. And straight up and down, Draymond looked him in the eye and said, that's why we don't need your punk ass anyway. And and, and, and KD was like, okay, well, that's it. I'm out after this. I'm not even I'm not even going to play with that, that type of nonsense. Don't get me wrong. KD got those, got those championship rings. But Draymond was still – Himself, he was still a pivotal part of the wins. Now, this is where it gets tricky, and we we all we all into it somehow, some way. When they were rebuilding, because they lost, you know, because they lost that, that when everybody got hurt, like Bobby mentioned earlier, 
you know, I think I think they lost a little something, you know, like that thing that you're supposed to do when you got new guys and you know, we got uh Jordan Poole, you know, who's who could have been literally they could have they could have said bye, Steph Curry, you got four rings, you want to retire, and Jordan Poole take over. Nah. <laughs> oh, frozen. The Elsa. We got Elsa. <laughs> but, uh, nope. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm gonna give Draymond credit for. Well, I guess I give him a little credit because he he was the one who cried on the phone and and got Kevin Durant to come to <laughs> to the West Coast. It was both ways. He cried yeah. to get him here. He, he, he told him the f off to get him out. I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And what who, who's that? That that's the only mistake that the GM made. Was uh, how did you choose Draymond over Kevin Durant? Yeah, that was dumb. Yeah, I got Draymond out of there so fat. My bad, Kevin. We're gonna, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go ahead and keep keep getting these chips. But man, like Draymond in Detroit, how does that work? Especially you got to because you got to trade Isaiah Stewart. That that ain't happening. That that locker room. I don't I don't know how that works. I guess he's. Phone bad boys, bring him back and let him beat yeah. up these young kids until they play right. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, snap! I got to make it up. <laughs> Wait a minute! He's trying. <laughs> Something happened. It's killing me. <laughs> I'll be looking to the screen. You broke, bro, you broke the screen. Seven years bad luck. Right, out of nowhere, all that Draymond stuff and messed everything up. <laughs> right, as soon as I start talking about Draymond, the thing went crazy. I don't, I don't get it. Don't know how. Even right through the screen, start beating fire. up something. He's like, "What?" <laughs> oh my god, my bad, boys. Okay, so we we still here. We just got to figure out how there we get it together. Is. There we go. Whew. Okay, so just switching switching laptops. That's what happens, but. What I was what I was gonna say in the long run, and I know that I heard you mention it. How do we get Draymond to Detroit? First of all, we gotta figure out some trade, some trades. We gotta figure out how we're gonna do it. But you give him the veteran respect, and you trade some of those draft picks from Detroit, bro. You get, I don't care who it is. You give him up. Let's go ahead, and you send yeah. Uncle Draymond home to Detroit, and he teaches Detroit how to win basketball games. Based on what's what's been done in in Golden State for years, and you just let you and you let them be him. You let you let them be tough. You let them be hard. You dang near let them be Rasheed Wallace without the white spot in his head. And you go ahead and, and let him do his thing. And I feel like that you just let him ride out, man. Let him ride out this this last year in, in the NBA. Teaches them not verbally, huh? <laughs> just beats him to hell. Takes off his belt. <laughs> <laughs> Bad boys 2.0, man. Maybe maybe physically too sometimes. But you know, basketball, man, send that dude home, just let him do his podcast because he, he ain't getting on my on that run cake kind of ham. Draymond walking that locker room, I'm walking out. <laughs> or if you summer, you walking out. You're pool thoughts, right? To fight him. He gonna walk in there. Who's fighting me? Who wants to be the top? <laughs> right. Yeah. Who 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 wants who wants the king? Nah, I, I got to solve a trade in Memphis. 
it and, and it, when we talk about Drake and, and and how good he was, right? Is this is there still a thought that he's not going to the Hall of Fame with these four rings? He could not get in. Yes, yeah, it, I think he in. could not get in. Yeah, I don't people think. got rings, dude. You you got people that got rings that aren't going in there. You think Tony Kukoc is going in? Yeah, Luke Longley. Horse Graham. <laughs> He's about I mean, to bury bonds because they rode the coattails of Jordan Pippen and Rodman. I don't think so. Yeah, I mean they you added see. to what happened, but they're not oh Hall of Fame players, right? He's trying to bury bonds oh, himself. I don't know. It, it, he just he already did. Yeah, he turned he, around yeah, and the, very close, very close up. to the bury bonds. No, I'm talking with the with the whole new media. Remember, he's he's going to get like these are the people who who are voting you in and you're alienating the media by yeah. by yeah. you know talking trash is you you the new media like bro recognize your audience yeah yeah, yeah. And know who controls your future because yeah. right. you got you guys make a lot of good points about that too because I'm not thinking, yeah I, I'm not thinking about what's happening what's happening with you know on the back end when when he is a fit and trust me I I know he is offending some of the the writers with the way he talks about them and the way he's berating them in you know in these on these shows these podcasts like it's a different experience when I'm when we talk about him and we're saying hey you know you've been great like show us what you can do outside of that but you don't don't be an asshole we still we still we still got a we still got a meeting a, a bone to pick with you. And he's yeah. still, you know, he's he's still t- top tier in his in his bag, but he, I don't think he can take it anywhere else except for a team like Detroit. That's why I got it up there like that. And he'd be you going know, home. You know, he'd be good at what's that team? Uh, the Taiwan Tigers or some shit. Get him out of go to China or some shit. Go to Taiwan. <laughs> he'd be go over to there WWE. White Howard or something. <laughs> Boogie yeah, go WWE. Look over Roman Reigns. Oh, wow, not the white. <laughs> put him over there, Boogie, and beat him up, man. Go put him with Boogie. Boogie on the same team with the white. <laughs> Let Boogie smack him around. He'll come back crying. Okay, guys, I'm ready to play ball. Oh, <laughs> hey, listen, hey, listen, and, and we were talking about Detroit. You know, since we, uh, you know, we get into the final final topics and everything. Let's go ahead and throw it out there real quick. We're going to throw out some, uh, let's see, boop, not that one, boy, you clicking on the wrong thing. <laughs> there we go. Buzzer beaters, okay. Uh, you know, real quick, last second thoughts, you know what I'm saying, as far as everything goes, like what, when we talk about, you know, Boogie and some of these other players that aren't playing right now, like is there anybody we think that could help a team like Detroit? Or are they just help less, so to speak, right now? You know what? Screw, screw ahead, Detroit. Screw Detroit. What if? And I'm probably going way off on a limb on here. What if Kemba Walker went to like the Suns and just played as a good point guard, moved the ball, didn't worry about scoring? I mean, I think that would be a hell of a thing. And he's over there. Where is he playing? At Greece or something right now? He's he's somewhere over there playing. I think that'd be a hell of a move. You know, he's, he, he's an older veteran, but again, he's not going to worry about himself at all. It's going to be about winning rings, and he will gladly do the job. And that would be a hell of a move, I think. 
Hundred percent. I mean, you that. got one. Uh, that, that, one that, yeah, that, that, I, I might have to piggyback off that. That's that's a great, great, great thought. But um, I'm gonna try and fix my own team, like, because <laughs> yeah, uh, they, bro, we we need, we might need Draymond, but we need some heart. We need some heart. These dudes, yeah, the comeback the other day was cool, but we need heart. We do not play with toughness at all. Like we we too finesse, and it's sad to say, but historically the Cavs have been kind of a finesse team. You go back to the days of Doherty Price and all of them. Even some of the LeBron teams were, were like fin- more finesse teams. Like we we bro, somebody kick somebody in the ass. I, like I need that so bad. I need we so need bad for that to happen. Somebody to smack somebody around. Yeah, we we should not be where we are record wise coming off of of last season's progress. Feels like they're regressing. I mean, we so, ain't yeah. this month. We are. Right. We doing all right this month. Yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> we we need mean, to be. I can't like, say nothing uh, about this game because you know Bill. Bill watching yeah. it like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm got it on pause right now, so don't know what don't know what's going on. But oh yeah, no spoilers. Yeah, yeah I'm not trying to. You guys were talking about point guard. I know you. Were, we were talking earlier in the show about. The Suns need a point guard. How about Kevin Porter? That's that's the first guy that comes to mind. I, I think he would fit yeah. perfectly in uh, in in, in uh, Phoenix. Ray Rice Jr. Yeah, you think he'd be all right over there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Ray Ray Rice Jr. Dunzo. Yeah, he he ain't around no more. He, listen, he and, and listen, and when we're talking about point guards who are done, this is I, I and I got one, and this is one, and this is a, a favorite of mine, and I don't understand why he can't play nowhere for some reason. Where's what's going on with John Wall? Like, God dog, like is he that bad? Like, you nobody wants to be in the gang anymore. Like, he's across seas too, yeah. I think, because uh, I think Kemba and John Wall just went at it like one on one and stuff over there. I think they're both. They're both playing on the same team over there, or something like that. I think they're over there in China, wherever the hell they're at. But they're right. Yeah, I think I think you're I think you're right about them being on the but same George, team. But I just George you know, Hill, like Bobby, you know, George Hill. George Hill. That's another one. Yeah. Um, and if, hey, look, and if I and if I'm a Celtics fan and with like I am, I gotta say this one, man. Especially if they get to a championship, and bring Isaiah Thomas in for like ten games, bro. Bring him in. He was he was gonna get the max contract before he got hurt that season. That was it. He was gonna get maxed out because he was everything for for Brad Stevens for about a, a year and a half. But hey, it is what it is. It's, it's the league, and this is what we deal with. Man, boys, we getting two hours. I'm telling you, we did. We had a whole show today. I'm talking about basketball, basketball. We had a couple of assists in there. I threw. I got the behind the back to Bobby. I was pistol Pete. You know the big fight <laughs> like that. You know, through the alley hoop to Bill, you know what I'm saying? I think we did mm-hmm. great. Um, you know, before we leave, uh, everybody, let's let's tell them where you find out where we can find you guys at. Mike, what you got going on for the rest of the week? Uh, to be honest, nothing the rest of the week. Uh, actually, until probably next Wednesday with Bobby, uh, AFC North show, eight o'clock Eastern on the Let's Let's Talk Sports Network. Uh, Thursday, no, no, let's talk, no faithful dogs either, because my co-host is in Hawaii. <laughs> Um, Friday, I'll be right here back with you guys, eight o'clock, and then uh, Sunday, I uh, start my new show. Move from Tuesdays to Sunday, six thirty to eight. Sports Madness. 
Gotta put that out there. Yeah, yo, yeah, we'll put that in the in the ticket for the for the next joint. Uh yeah. Say yo, OG Bobby, what you what you looking like for the for this week and next week going into the new year? You know, we got Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, game time, 216, 5 o'clock Eastern, 2 Pacific. But I won't be on uh, Monday. I'll be probably too hungover to do a show. Uh, get at me Wednesday. <laughs> I'll be live. And, of course, also Wednesday, uh, later Wednesday, uh, Mike and I with the ASC North Rundown. And, of course, if needed, I'll be here next Friday talk, talking talking basketball. Yeah, we yeah we need you, Coach. You got to draw the plays. Uh, yo, Uncle Bill. What you got going on uh, next week and whatnot? Well, so um, me and Ed are doing our uh, our weekly soccer show tomorrow morning. Uh, it's at uh, zero. It's at nine o'clock uh, Eastern time. Um, and then mm-hmm. Monday, nothing. Tuesday, I do my hockey show with uh, John Rostenio. Uh And then Wednesday, we do the Pittsburgh Sports Desk, all all things Pittsburgh sports. And then I'll be back here, hopefully, with you guys Friday. So. Definitely, definitely. Amen. Uh, and then um, for me, you know, right now we're taking a break from Rec Room. We always do it really close to the end of the year. We kind of revamp a few things, try to try to hook it up. Uh, me and Bakken's are making waves with head kicks and haymakers. Y'all know I like to talk about them fighting. Boy, I love, love a good yeah. fight. Box is going crazy right now in 2024. MMA is about to get turned up um, going into 2024, so I'm excited about that. And then, of course, me and Bill, when there is a Monday night game, you know, because the Monday night game is going to be on Sunday, right? Saturday, Saturday. this week is this week is the last Monday night game, ain't it? No, yeah, there's no Monday night. Game. Nope, there's no Monday. No not, Monday night. It's on like Saturday, oh. yeah, or something. Okay, it's Saturday. Yeah, it's technically Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah. So no Monday night football post game with me and Bill, and then uh back Friday Friday into you know first get first short of year for uh. In the hoop with LTS, so we're gonna get better. It's gonna get better. We don't know nothing else except for to get better. Uh, then that's how we get down. So, boys, I appreciate you. I love you. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe to the LTS network and join the boys for in the hoop on Fridays. I had a great time, my guys. Man, hey, you know, we're gonna get in the group chat and talk some trash, but that's how we do. <laughs> I'm gonna click on this outro. And I'ma holler at y'all next week, baby. Life better pop off. What do you like? Make a dream job. No nine five, no mean boss. Just my life and free thoughts. You could try to play, but you're never gonna be me. Look the other way. What I'm doing ain't easy. Bloody hands came from the people who deceived me. Bloody hands break through the chains. Go free me. People like sheep move feet. Heard it easy. Don't wanna be fast asleep when they see me Better stand tall, ready for a fight, believe me When they try to change, you can say no, free me Alright Alright, good stuff guys